You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. We're going, eh? Yeah, bro. Fuck me, dude. The rain. Yeah, she moist out there. She moist. Moister than an oyster. Which is a saying that I've heard before. I'm not like... I will say this about moister than an oyster, Tom. It's gross. If you may allow me to take the floor, mm-hmm. given I am somewhat of an oyster connoisseur now. Oh, are you? Did you know what an oyster was before you moved to Sydney? No, I didn't. But now I am. Yep. Thus, the word now yes. was used. Mm, no, I know. If my oyster isn't moist, Bruh. I'm offside already. If, well, that, if it isn't drowning in seawater, then I'm like, yeah. you fucking shucked these yesterday, early this morning, weeks ago, months ago, years ago. It's not good enough. No, well, actually, that's you are I actually want these shucked guy, in front of me, bro. And look, I understand that, that might be a little bit of a... Um, logistical nightmare But you are like an heir to an oyster empire Almost a little bit Well Sort of He's sort of out of the oyster game But he was an oyster You were at one point He was point, an oyster baron Yes You were Your father-in-law at one point was, Shout out Timmy D Was an oyster baron Was an oyster baron That's right And you You know Obviously have been able to Bathe in Sort of the, the I guess the glow of Primo oysters right? Yeah He's been known to bring home bags of the good stuff. Yeah. And once, once you get an eye for the flavor, for the size, for the texture, you can shuck them yourself. It opens Pandora's box to what's possible from an oyster's perspective. Mm. What you realize is, Tom, a lot of them, most of them, too many of them, dry. A dry oyster is fucking, it's, it's probably food poisoning waiting to happen. Um, well, I think you're just rolling the dice. And it, there's no amount of fucking... Vinegar and lemon that you can put on this thing. Well, bra. moisture brought from another source. Well, it's, it's, it's much like shit uh, tequila. You know how Mexican, Mexico or Mexican tequila companies realise that they can peddle the shit stuff into the US if they come up with, oh, do like a liner, lick your hand with salt on it and then do a sh- shot and then have some lime afterwards, as in masking all the flavour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon that's what a lot of restaurants do. They're like, we know these things are fucking dry. Let's put some vinaigrette so all over vinaigrette it. out there, baby, yeah. and just drench these fuckers up. Let's let's put some Kilpatrick. Let's make this Kilpatrick. Yeah, let's yeah. Put some uh, bacon who in asked it. for bacon on oysters? No like, one. It's so random. No one. Like I know there'd be some, you know, some big operators out there going, bro, it's unbelievable. Like, look, I'm not saying I don't sure. mind an oyster Kilpatrick, but like, let's be honest, it's it like necessary? it's a boob job on an oyster. It's a boob job. No one, was asking, no one was asking for tits on an oyster, I can tell you that. No, he weren't. And that's what it is. You put breasts on an oyster and it's weird. Now, it might look good, feel good, taste good, but... Know that it's breasts. Know that it's, 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 it's trickery. It's trickery. It's a, hack, it's a hack job. Good oysters, you can have... Straight. Creamy, straight up, good bro. oysters. Who do you think loves oysters more? Timmy D or Streety? Because I think Streety's like fucking obsessed with them, whereas Tim obviously knows his oysters well. Tim's a, an expert on the oyster. Mm. Streety, I think, maybe more obsessed. He's a, he's an obsessive character, Street. Like yeah. he gets very obsessive and excited about seafood, and it's sometimes it's it's a it's fun to watch his obsession sort of come to life when yes. he regales these stories. Like he told me this story once where he was on this seafood restaurant and he's like, fuck it, and bought a whole octopus. Like <laughs> like a fucking octopus octopus. Like the head and everything, bro. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? He's like, yeah, bro. Like, I was like, fuck it. it. 
he said it was unbelievable. He said he cut it up and barbecued it really nicely and shit. I'm always but, a little bit. But like, hold on, sure was it did. was it you guys that he had that he cooked octopus for? No, he did it for himself. No, but so, okay, but so he had uh, he had friend of the show. I think it was Henry and Maddie over to their house for dinner, mm. and he cooked octopus. And I don't know how you cook octopus, but Streety, I think, basically just barebacked it into a fry pan <laughs> <laughs> and like fucked it horrendously. Like it became like a rubber, like just a fucking eraser that you. Well, he was into. telling me this octopus he cooked was like first class. Well, but it was he cooking it for other. If it was just for himself, then Might maybe he octopus. may have learnt. But he basically cooked this octopus so poorly, and then. They, it was like a scene out of a movie from the way it was regaled to me. It was they all sat around the table <laughs> and had to like chew into this absolutely like heinous, heinous rendition of like what octopus should be. Because he literally just threw it on a fry pan or something and just fucked the whole thing. Because it can get rubbery quick, right? Yeah, like there's obviously a, an art to it. Streety... I More, imagine it's not just... Streety is like a disaster artist. packing this scene into a fry pan on no. high heat probably. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, but also when it back to street, re Streety with oysters, he, um, he brought a bunch over to our place unshucked from that East 33 or whatever it is. Yep. And I'm just watching him in my sink, shuck him himself without a, like, whatever the glove is. And just, you just a, use a tea towel. You don't need a glove. Whatever, dude. Do I trust Hamish with a knife jamming <laughs> shit? And no, I don't. And rightfully so, because he cut his fucking hand open in our sink. <laughs> As he's like taking control of the oysters and I'm like, dude, I just can't, I can't be in the room with you and a knife and oysters. I need to be in the other room. And sure enough, from the other room, I hear like, oh, not a scream. Cause Hamish is probably more about like, even if he's in horrendous pain, it's more about like, I fucked up. Don't want to let everyone know it's that bad. Especially cause you probably have already said something. Of course I do. You've got a funny dynamic where you're like trying oh, to constantly keep him out of harm's I way. I am constantly <laughs> trying to keep him out of harm's way. And I know, that, like, I know that it would probably greatly annoy him. It does. And I can't help it though. It does annoy him. Yeah. Cause I can see like, I can see in his face and I'm like, oh, careful. <laughs> but the thing is, right. I know it annoys him, but I think that the, <coughs> the amount of times that I have been either right or <clears throat> have saved him from like almost certain death. <laughs> outweigh it? Outweigh the mm. times where it's like, oh, righto, you know, dad, calm down. Sure, mid-story, yeah, I get mid it. Mate, it was doing my head in. Yeah, um, sure. But that's a, it's a good point, I am certainly. We've got to get Streety on. We, we will, will get Streety on. Hamish will come on for a yarn. Um, in, in the not-too-distant future. In good time. Back to him cooking the octopus, and I could sit here and talk straight all day, but mm. I felt like I needed to tell this story. Yeah. Was when we went to his lovely home in Barrow for the weekend. Streety was on <laughs> breakfast. I already know. And, you know, there's bacon out there, there's bread, there's eggs. There's, they always do breakfast real good. They do the really, ni really nice breakfast, yeah. really tip-top stuff. Streety's like... Streety took control of this one. He though, right? did, and he was like, you know what? Why don't we have some smoked salmon? We're like, fucking yeah, nice, dude. That, that sounds amazing. He's like, yep, sweet. I'll just grab it. So he's in there for a while. We're like, where the fuck street you with that smoked salmon? Next thing you see, he brings out a plate of smoked salmon that he's cooked on the fry pan. <laughs> <laughs> 
just all the all the it. all the beautiful orange color had just been it, no, it, fried it, out of no. It was box. like it was like a, it looks like a cardboard box color. Yeah, it looked like, like so poached. Bland. Like it was, it was just like this poached, fried, <laughs> fucking formally smoked and then salmon. He goes, we're like, mate, did you cook this? So yeah, what do you mean? We're like, bro, it's already cooked. It's been smoked. He's like. <laughs> Oh, my, my dad cooks it sometimes. No, like, he, no doesn't. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he, no, doesn't. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Ken like, is not here to speak for himself Ken and you are bus. fucking throwing him under the bus. What Ken does is cook fish. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he cooks fish. I'm sure he cooks fish. No, he cooks fish. Doesn't fry smoked salmon, no. <laughs> because... It's been cooked. Yes. And the last street story, which I fucking don't know whether we've told on here before, but when the, the four of us living in Bathurst were going house shopping and then Hamish, uh, I think uh, Hamish, we're having um, San Choy Bao for dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Hamish is at the iceberg lettuce aisle and someone that knew us was, uh, just happened to bump into us when we were there and we were talking and... Hamish is down there with peeling sheets of iceberg lettuce off and holding him in his hand. And the guy's like, the guy's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, we're having San Choy Bao for dinner. He's like, no, no, no. Like, why are you peeling leaves of lettuce off this thing? He's like, oh, I don't reckon we'll need a whole thing. And the guy's like, well, you don't like buy individual lettuce leaves, bro. Like, this isn't how this works. You buy a lettuce. No, no, no. Aim's like, no, 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 no. Comes up to the fucking checkout with a plastic bag full of lettuce leaves. And we're like, Hamish, this isn't how you do it, bro. You gotta buy Go the whole get an iceberg lettuce. You gotta you, buy the whole You gotta thing. buy the lettuce, you fucking idiot. Um, anyway, drive by, start to the potty on Mr. Street. Yeah, but look. Mate, he's a great. That's, but, punters and dribblers, that's what you can expect when the great man comes on. We're just wetting the whistle of the punter and the dribbler. That top. is not even scratching the goddamn surface. No, no, nah. We're not even into the ink on a note. No. We'll be like, it'll be one of the longest podcasts of all time. Might have to be a double header. Might have to be. Might have to be a two-parter. Yeah. But we were saying, it is moist. It's moist. Shout out to everyone who's doing it tough. Yeah, the dribbler sent there. us a message yesterday that um, I'm not 100% sure if it was in the Lismore area. I don't know my regions that well, but the Northern Rivers. Lismore. Um, Lismore the one, is the one where you send the photos. Yeah, where it's real bad. But uh, he was saying that, you know. Um, bad. Apparently Ballon's got looking at once in a 500-year flood. I, I hear these terms, right, but I'm like, but it does, like, once in a thousand year weather event and all that, but it's like it floods quite often. So I'm just trying to work well, I mean, out the like, froge, like the how high it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was like, oh, mate, there's a lot of dribblers kicking around. Like he's, seen, he's like, I've seen a lot of people in their P's and D's that's kicking around like fucking on their jet skis, like saving people, pulling people out of the house. And I'm sure there are shitloads more people than just P's and D's, but it was just the, the guy was like, um, you know, a lot of, lot of people up there doing um, doing their bit and like, um, helping people out, the it's hard to really contemplate to, to really fathom how fucking how bad it is. Like you see these photos and you see like traffic lights just popping their head out above water, and you're like, that's obviously insane. But I can't imagine what it was like to watch it get to that point. You're seeing sort of like the end result. Well, I wonder how quickly it because it like it breached the levee in Lismore. Yeah. And then it got up to like 14, 15 metres. I just like heard when you see them at cafe sign underwater, yeah. those fucking McDonald's signs are high as fuck. Yeah. They want you to be able to see them from like 
you know, a few hundred meters away when you're driving well, on the road. Well, they're the highest sign in the in the in the regional land. towns. One hundred percent. Centerpoint Tower and McDonald's M's. McDonald's M's are the Centerpoint Tower to regional towns. Correct. That's that's just the reality. That's just the reality of it. When I saw that, I almost fainted. I was like, that is so high. Like whole like completely submerged. And you were saying this, I don't know if you were saying it I don't know if you even said it maybe before we were recording about even yesterday, but just that idea that you and your old man, since we had this conversation and I gave you shit about it, I now haven't been able to stop thinking about it. <laughs> But that you and your old man so, sort of talk about the sheer amount of water that is held in the clouds. So what we were saying is like... At one point. Yeah. Like, let's say for... Like, I think there was a... Somewhere got a... What, 700 mils in yeah, 24 hours? Yeah, 700 mils in 24 Something like hours. that? Second most ever, or since like the 60s. So they record water in the water gauge, right? Which is like, I don't know what that sort of... So it's usually just like a little like cylindrical thing, I yeah. think, and it's just the amount of water that falls in. But I don't know what sort of surface area they are registering, but it's small. It's tiny. It's not about the really the surface area. It's just about how much, how quickly that fills up. No, right? no, but, the, but I'm saying like, if they, if they get 700 mils in one area, one tiny little area... Yeah. Like... Extrapolate, extrapolate that. that over you know ten kilometer radius or something like mm. that is a disgracefully large amount, amount of, water. of water, and it's suspended there in the clouds. Mm. It's fucking wild. Yeah, it's mind blowing. And then when you're like, and that when we were talking then about just like the fourteen meter, fifteen. There's a, I think in somewhere in New South Wales is fifteen. They're thinking the river's like fifteen meters. They're thinking it's going to peak at, but just that amount of water sitting in the clouds, sitting in the clouds is. Uh, is mind blowing. What's you know what's really fucked up? A lot of these places aren't like a lot of these places where it floods, homes aren't insured because the fucking uh, insurance premiums are so high because they're in flood areas. Now I don't get it entirely around how like insurance companies need to like. I get that if you're in a flood area that your flood premiums are probably going to be a bit higher because it's prone to flooding. But like for them to be so high that people can't afford them, to me seems criminal. And then they just go, well, fuck it, we can't afford them. And now that's flooding, and they're like, well, now we are fucked. I don't. I, they, it's obviously just like they look at the risk profile and say that it's, it's going to cost us more to ensure them that it is not to. 100%. But what I mean is like. I get it, bro. It's fucked up. Mm. And you feel for these people. It's absolutely terrible. Especially if, like. Imagine just seeing your whole house go underwater and all your shit. All and, then your you, and then you don't know what you're going to come back to and then you're going to clean the fucking thing yeah. out and then it might be... I don't know how... Ver can houses stand up to that sort of... Probably the frames can. To complete well, submersion? Well, Do you have to take all the insulation out of the walls? Like, how... You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I would like, just say that you Ellis, probably would, wouldn't you? I don't know. Ella's sister left the door open, uh, the window open in the car and it fucking... Susp you know, su subjected to a full bucketing. That's annoying. Like, well, yeah, that's just annoying. The seat's fucking drenched, and like, it stinks, and like, it's just, it's a big day, and it's three days later, and it's not, it's still not dry, and it stinks, and it's just, it's a lot. That's a window open on a car. Yeah. Imagine your whole business or your house going underwater, like a whole town. But not just they've that. They've got to pump water out of these. They've got to pump water out. But it, it, also, all drain but it out. also happens regularly. So it's like you're having to do this shit. Like there was, again, listen to the radio. Some guy's like, yeah, it's my second flood in 12 months. I'm like, Jesus. Brisbane floods all the time. Yeah. It's a city. Yeah. A big metropolis. Yeah. It flooded, what, 2011? 2017? 
2022, it's like every five years. Yeah, I know. So that's why when it's like a once in a 1,000 year thing, I'm like, well, like, I mean, obviously the height of it, but like they well, flood bad. Yeah. They flood bad all the fucking time. Like, it's pretty hectic. It's very hectic. The world's hectic, dude. At the moment, a lot going on. But the floods have kind of, uh, they've kind of like taken your mind off of. I was thinking about it. We, it's very extreme climate down here. If it's yeah. not a 10-year, 12-year drought, it's, a, it's crippling everything. It's a bushfire that's it's massive, never been seen yeah, before. Exactly. And or then a drought. And then, a, or then, you, and then into floods. Yeah. It's like sort of. It's all happening. It's all happening. But thoughts and prayers with the punters and dribblers who are doing it tough, obviously. We are, we're going to donate something. We're not 100% sure in terms of like whether monetarily it's the best option or whether it's like donate stuff for people who are like in the areas who need like immediate stuff but if clothes, you've got it if any uh, advice would be would, would be, be appreciated if is a, is the cash a better option or we is like transparently things? when we were thinking of just like well do we just donate cash we would we were like what's that chick's name again the instagram chick that we were talking about comedian does spoofs of like chicks hot chicks i don't i can't remember her name Celeste Barber, Barber, thank you. Well, we'll get to that voice in a second as well. Uh, Celeste Barber, uh, when she raised like 50 million for bushfires. Don't think anyone saw it. Well, it went to some just like specific, very specific fucking charity as opposed to like everything. And so we were like, well, do we donate money then? And like, where's it going? Or do you just go like, let's donate stuff that people need right now. And then at least you sort of feel like, Surely toothpaste or well, then it doesn't sit in like a in escrow for yeah, four years. Exactly, you know? exactly. But shout out, hope you're all right. So we will be doing something. But if you have any um, DM us with anything, if you think like there are specific places where you should be, we should like that would be best to donate to, whether it's financially or whether it's like buy a bunch of shit and get it out to people who need it. We don't know. We will also look into it, but it'd help to have people who are actually on the fucking front lines, as it were. Now, Eddie, we did just hear a voice from the wings. We did. It's not a voice. It didn't sound like a. It didn't sound like a stoner from fucking Vaucluse. No, it didn't. A South African born or South African Australian stoner from Vaucluse. We slashed over heights. Slashed, slashed over heights. Slashed. You know, just eastern suburbs generally. Um, do not fret, Dio. Dave still with us except I think he's in America right now. I know. He went for a weekend to America, which I still don't quite understand, but... It's a very short time to go somewhere. <laughs> it's a 14-hour it's a flight. It's a long way. It's a long way. But I do understand. I went to Tahiti for two days. So I do understand that... Yeah, but that's because you a pussy. were a pussy, a pussy and you couldn't tell your like bartending job that you needed a couple of days off. No, it was actually my internship for university, but bartending Same job... Thing. Well, not really. Um... <laughs> We've got a new uh, member to the team. We've got a new member to the team. He is... D or Dave obviously will still be part of this show as long as he wants to be, before he gets too big. Uh, no, so D or Dave's always a part of the show, but we needed someone with the technical nous and capabilities uh, to, you know, take some of the heavy lifting off of our hands. Would that be fair to say? Yes, that would be fair to say. Basically, so we can do less. So we can do less, but with that time... Do more. Do more. For the punter and the dribbler. Yeah. So basically, this 
hire was done with the punter and the dribbler in mind. In mind, at but, the forefront of our decision. Yeah, but then like, how can we please them? How can we do less by doing more? How can we do more by doing less? Yes. While in and and also pleasing the punter and the dribbler. Yeah. So, what time to please you? Exactly. That's we just want to please you guys and girls. <laughs> Tommy Tobler, Tommy Turbo, Turbo, Turbo. We've got our own Turbo. Can't have two Toms. You can't have two Toms. It doesn't make sense. Too many Toms spoil the broth. Turbo, how you doing? Good, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here as an ambassador for the punters and dribblers around the world. Yep. Yep. Uh, like that. Love that. Also a Manly fan. That will shock no one that we went with someone with Manly uh, credentials. First down the job yesterday, he was wearing a Manly jersey. Rocked in oh, a Manly jersey. Old school as fuck as well. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think that's – we're not breaking new ground by, you know, uh, telling everyone that we're obsessed with the Manly Seagulls to the point where we'd hire a guy from well, the area. Well, I think we learned from our mistakes with Dave, not, not checking that out. Well, it got annoying quickly. Mm. Like, yeah, I like the Storm, but the Storm will win a lot and it becomes annoying. Yeah. Especially when he's just fucking skipping around. Yeah. You know. and, and then then he's a turncoat, you know. Arrogant. Then we found out he's a turncoat. You're not a turncoat, are you, Tobler? Absolutely not. No, we did check that. Did I, we? I, I checked it. I was like, <laughs> you go for New South Wales, right? Um, but, yeah, so we got Tommy on board. Welcome to the team, mate. Thank you. Um, just one thing, it's actually Tobler. Uh, Tobler. Similar to Tobler. Oh, Toblerone, we knew that. we did know that. Yeah. We forgot it quickly. We forget very quickly... <laughs> Uh, it was obviously one of the less important things you told us at the time, or it should have been more important. I can't believe we've got it because it was Tobler, Toblerone. Yeah, but I mean, we were fucking drinking, so... Yeah, but I like Toblerone, so do so you. So do I. Yeah, but I was thinking Toblerone. Sometimes people, some people call it Toblerone. Who does? Do you? No, As but in you I've do. heard Toblerone or Toblerone. You've heard Toblerone? Yeah. Get the Toblerone. Nah, it's always Toblerone. Eddie, you've got to understand that you are not the only person in the world and that there is there is nuance and difference. Like some All I'm people, saying is I've never heard... Have you heard of potato, potato, tomato, tomato, patron, patron, macron, macron? Yeah, I get macron. that. All I'm saying is I've never heard someone call it... I know. So what's up? What I'm saying around. that I have... <laughs> you have? I've heard other... I'm not, you who? You have? Yes, I have heard <laughs> other people that it, it exists out there. But so it's Tobler but we'll just call you Turbo and we'll probably call you Tobler. <laughs> <laughs> big chocolate reach out. Yeah, big I, chocolate. I can't make a I can't promise you that I'll only call you Tobler. Yeah, I can't I can't promise that I'm not going to get that wrong, but that's why Turbo's easier. I've been telling everyone your name's Tommy Tobler. Tommy Tobler. It's it rolls off the tongue easier. It's way easier to say. I also you think need to understand that if something's easier to say, that's usually where the route my we'll take. mind is going to go. Yeah. Tommy Tobler, uh, hard. Oh, like, or it's Tobler. Tobler. Now, I think your mum started following us on Instagram last night as well. Not me personally, but the page. So shout out to Mama Tobler. She followed me personally. Tobler. Did she? Mm. Well, that's, look, that's disappointing for me. <laughs> I'll have a word. Yeah, have a word. Thank you. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that's sort of, I guess, where we're at more generally. It's a bit of housekeeping. That's housekeeping. More we housekeeping. do have live show next Thursday night, 10th of March, DY Hotel, us, bloke in a bar. We're going to do the pregame for the Seagulls Panthers. It's going to be a big win. It's going to be a good night. It's going to be a huge win. 
Manly would be a huge night. Manly always do, Eddie. Um, but make sure you get down there. It's free entry, non-ticketed. So come down, say g'day for a rip and a tear. And buy a Manly 13 Plus jumper. Buy a Manly 13 Plus jumper. They're not free. No. Uh, but, you know, you need to pay for perfection. Yeah. That's yep. all I'd say. You need to pay for perfection. These jumpers are perfect. We all know it. We all know it. Uh, there's already been a few interested punters and dribblers out there. A few is an understatement. I'd say a few thousand. Well, that's how I categorise a few these days. When that's you move true. millions of things. Yeah, yeah, you're right. A few is in thousands. Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah, no, it does make sense. Um, 6.30. 6.30, Thursday. Thursday, pre-game, and then we'll obviously watch the game with everyone, have some beers, shoot shit, have a good time, yip and a yahoo. Yeah, we'll have a yip. We'll have a yip. Know that. When we talk rugby league on the show, Eddie, we always do it for our good friends at KO. Yes. We shout out to KO and we appreciate them jumping on board as our rugby league sponsors for 2022. Mate, they're the best in the business. They are the best in the business. Add Fred, you're in play. Great commentary team. Dan Ganane of Goodbye fame. Corey Parker, middle third. You know, Michael Ennis of um doesn't mind a, uh you know speaking over people phone <laughs> <laughs> but a brilliant brilliant comment Vossi of hyperbole fame that's right of that's the greatest thing i've ever seen yeah, on Vossi every of, single that's the, greatest, that's the greatest pass i've ever seen yeah. that's the greatest pass i've ever seen yeah. imagine if he said that in a whole set of six that'd be uh, a lot but i'm sure it's not too far off i'm sure it'll happen in the first set of the first game of the season um I would like to, I think you would like to, I think we'd all like to, I think it's important that we do, despite the fact that the Melbourne Storm themselves, not a team we like to get around. We can't deny that Christian Welsh is a really good friend of ours. We can't deny it. He's a close mate, and now he's the captain of the Storm. So, are we friends with the captain of the Storm? Yeah. Are we best friends with the captain of the Storm? Yep. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much. We captains with one of the uh, biggest clubs in the NRL. Sorry, we friends with the captain of one of the biggest clubs in the NRL. Yep. Pretty much. Is he buying us tickets for Origin this year to sit with his family? Correct. That's because we want to bet with him. Does he inbox us all the time? We're like, does it get a little bit annoying? Well, I mean, look, I think we also inbox him as well late at night. After a couple of drinks, we're in there saying, hey, bro, what's up? How you doing? Yeah. We try and, you know, throw him off his game. Like, the night before a game, we'll start calling him. He's impossible to rattle, though. No, he, he's only, you can't rattle him. But when, when he gets selected as captain, you sort of think to yourself... What, did we, did, did we have play a role in that? Did we play a role? Is it your affiliation with us that has taken you to the promised land? Mm. I think you'd make a great captain. I think make a great captain. Based on the conversation we had with him, where I think maybe, you know, like, we got... We got to see the real Christian, where I don't think he's ever really other interviewers, interviewees, interviewers, uh, haven't really been able to drag that out of him. I think we got the real Christian. Mm. And I like the real Christian. Said it before, makes it hard to hate Queenslanders. It does. Well, I think Craig saw that interview and went, oh, that's the real Christian. I think he's captain material. Yeah, I didn't know that of Christian before I saw that interview. He's been so cagey, so reserved, so insular. I've never seen him sit with the walls down. I didn't like see that. exactly. And those Hellas Bull boys took the walls down. Yeah. And I didn't think it was possible to take those walls down. The yeah. walls have been taken down. And now that the walls are down. He's ready to cap the club. I see a he's captain. Re- he's ready to captain the club. That's right. There's no coincidence there. He's, he's ready to captain the club to a, pro, a preliminary semi final where they get knocked out by the sto- uh, Manly Seagulls. Like, yeah. 
That's or, or a grand final where they lose to the Seagulls, but he's ready for that. He's ready to lose a grand final. He's ready to lose captain a losing in a big side. game. Yeah, he's ready to captain a losing side. That's right. Against Manly. That's right. We're excited for him. And you know what? No better man to get the boys back off the canvas to go again and lose again yeah. to Manly in a big game. It makes a sense. You know, I think that works. We are, as friends, really excited for him to achieve almost all of the success that he wants as a captain. Like, you know, and if, if Queensland captain's next and they, you know, they lose series after series after series, 2-1, 2-1, 2-1, but you're close. But he's captain of the state at least. And you're close. Yeah. You're right there. You're right there. Like, you can reach out and touch it and then you it can't actually away touch it. No. Like, you go out to touch it, but you can't touch it. Because he's won comps and we were happy for him as a friend that he's won comps. Yep. We're happy for him as a friend that he's won Origins. But we are also, you know. But those times are gone. Yeah, they're gone. As a captain, he, you know, you'll get close. You'll get close. You might go down as one of the best captains to, to never, never win, win anything. anything. As a captain. Yeah. And we'll be happy for you. Yes. As friends. Um, so congratulations to Christian. Um, very deserving. And no need to thank us, but if you do, obviously, you're welcome. And you know our PO box. And if you don't, we'll send it we'll to send you. We'll send you the PO box. You don't have to get us something nice, but if you wanted to get us something nice, we tequila, like we like tequila, whiskey, we like whiskey, you know, Dom Perignon. something with three zeros. You could get something with four zeros if you wanted. It's up to you. I mean, look, generosity, the level of which you want to show generosity is up to you, but obviously you know our taste. <laughs> uh, Clint Gutherson, Eddie, yep. of leading man good looks fame, of one shin tat fame, which seemed shocking on a man that good looking, it has come to our attention actually rocking the double shinny. Mm. Was he always rocking the double shinny? No, dude. I think the double shinny is a development. Is that new? Is I that think, an off season purchase? I think that's an off season purchase. <sighs> is he the first double shinny you've seen on a man that looks that good? He's going to have a good season. Yeah. He's going to have a good season. If he's if he's in a double shinny mindset, mm. if he's in a double shinny place mentally, mm. he's gonna have a fucking good season. Now we know who he plays for, so that's disappointing. It's for him. For him. Former manly player. But they'll have a they'll they'll give it a red hot crack this year, mm. based on what I'm seeing with the shin work. There are a lot of people saying that the Eels are their favourites to win the comp. But they say a lot of people I would say, say that a lot of the I time. I would say this, Tom. I would say this. When experts make their predictions at the start of the year, invert what they're saying. They are never even remotely close, except for the obvious fucking, you know, Roosters will play in the finals, yeah. Storm will play in the finals. You and I usually Thanks, get mate. pretty close. Like... You know, Sturlo, one of the great rugby league minds of all time. I remember, like, for years in a row, he would just be so wildly off the mark. Well, he's often always saying Parramatta, which is why that happens. But even that aside, mm. Tom, mm. all I'm saying is you don't really want to be, like, the favourite going into a season, I don't think. No, you want to be a little bit... It's like you don't want to be the, you want, you don't want to be the favourite horse going into a Melbourne Cup. You rarely get the chockies. Nah, you want to be very elegant. Tip by Tom. So when you hear people say Parramatta, it seems like 
a lot of those people maybe have agendas because they know that the favourite rarely wins. So they go, Parramatta, but really they're hoping, you know, Roosters. If you're a Roosters fan. So Phil Gould, same Parramatta, he's now at the Bulldogs. Not that that's going to change. Not that that's going to change. Fucking anything. It's going to be a long year for the Bulldogs. I'm sorry I said it. It's going to be a long year. They're too green. Yeah, well, yeah. It'll be long. Um, Dill Walker of... Manly utility fame. He's gone to the Warriors. Happy for Dill. Dill's a dear friend. Dill has served the jumper well and yep. with pride, Tom. This is the Manly jersey we're talking about, here, punters and dribblers. Like, played a bit of six, played in the centre, played, played at fullback, back. played... Um, did he play in the background? Uh, probably, yeah. He might have done a job there. But I, f- I think he really found a home in that one four jumper, Tom. Yep. I think he's a hell of a utility. Hell of a utility. Can play all over the park, goes on, fucking digs deep. Three-year deal with the Warriors. I think where Dill's at in his career, man, they were like, we can't match that. We can't match a three-year deal for Dill, especially I think it was like $1.3 million. Oh, so he got paid. Holy shit. Three year one point three. Do the math. Four thirty-three. Four thirty-three a season? That's That's good money. No, it's not. That's good money. That's good money. And it's like Manly probably couldn't match it. Someone was saying with Dill's contract money, Marty Tapau, I think, is on eight hundred and his contract is on huge money. So whether we keep Marty or not, there's no way Marty's getting 800 again, right? So you go, Dill's money, Marty comes down to whatever. DCE's coming off his one off his big dick contract. That 10-year contract's ending. Yeah, and I've, you know, I would like to think and have it on good authority that DCE ready to take haircuts for the boys. Yes. He's now ready to take haircuts. He's ready. He's made a lot of money in his career. He's and got a huge ponytail, he's and he's a, like, and he's like, you know what? It's ready. I'm I'm ready for a fucking big haircut. I'm ready for boys. a haircut. Get me down to the barber. Take me down the barber. Incredible barbers on the peninsula. Oh, there's some of the great barbers on the peninsula. Some of the best barbers you're ever going to see with your own eyes, Tom. Yeah. They know hair inside out, upside yeah. down, round. Yeah. Now, I mean, that's not to say that DC a haircut. Like, no one wants to disrespect the man. He's made great money the last ten. But a haircut, all I'm saying is of some of some degree will help us then because I reckon maybe like obviously we'll win the comp this year, but like we can bring in maybe not like we can bring in a good player with a little bit extra, a bit of about him, a bit of go. Another maybe a big a rampaging prop, or maybe we're planning for the future with a half. Look, you know? a lot of. A lot of unknowns. We aren't, we aren't list managers, Eddie, and for good reason, because we like shiny things, and we'd <laughs> blow our budget pretty quick on about two players. Uh, I can tell you right now, if I was in charge of list management, I wouldn't be able to fucking field a side. No, Tommy Tommy Turbo would be, there'd be like the richest f- player. There'd in be the like seven players, yeah, and Turbo would be getting, sport. I'd be going, ooh, are you the greatest player of all time, potentially? Like How's two million? How's yeah. two million a season sound? Gerbo, Kuj's brother, you can get one and a half. And Burbo, because you're the youngest brother, how do you want seven? You may not even play a game this year, but I'll, be, I'll give you 700. Yeah. Just to stick around. Just to stick around. Well, just because you're a Burbo. Yeah. You know? So that's why that. we don't manage lists. Not our forte. So I don't know what, who they buy with that money. Maybe upgrades and more. But we'll have some cash. 
to splash. Yeah. And if you ever want to be worried about a rugby league side that has cash to splash, it's mainly Warringah. Yeah. And as I think you said on About Even, which is back, punters dribbles, if you didn't know, About Even back and on the YouTubes right now, number one punning show on planet Earth. Um, Manly live and breathe bright light footy and this year is bright light footy. Mm-hmm. There's HD light. There's HD light, which... But then there's also bright light footy. But HD light is light that permeates the entire fucking face of the earth, right? Like, it's autumn light is HD light. Manly love playing in HD light, but it is light that, you know, if it's... But some, some light better than others. Like, the light, the way the light dances off Brookvale on a Sunday afternoon... There's no other place like it. After you've had four or five, you can't beat that. No, 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 there's no, there's no other place. But... Bright light footy a different thing. In, you know, the modern game in, in 2022, you can't win comps only playing in HD light. You've got to play bright light footy. And that goes for all clubs. Mm-hmm. If you want to fucking lift the, the Norm Proven or the Proven Summons. Norm Proven was a person. Yeah, so it's the Proven Summons. The Proven not, the, su- not the Norm Proven. If you want to lift the, lift the Proven Summons, you've got to be able to master bright light footy. Mm. Because all the big games are under the brightest lights. Yeah. The brightest lights. Yeah, you've got to handle – your eyes have got to be accustomed to the brightest of lights. Like, if you look at those lights for too long, bang, you're blind. Yeah. That's the sort of risk. If your eyes aren't up to it, Eddie. Yes, that's right. And then, you know, and, and, and then, you, know you go like, well, fucking – does Josh Schuster's blindness come in handy? Yeah, it does. You better believe it because the brightness of the lights doesn't affect him because he has he, no sense of light. He doesn't even understand light. He doesn't get light at all. He doesn't get all. what the concept of light is. It's like explaining nuclear fusion to an ant. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't. Or explaining three dimensions to a two-dimensional object. Yeah. Good luck explaining a cube to a square. You know what I mean? Yeah. Draw, cu- draw a circle on a piece of paper and explain to that circle up. Yeah. Doesn't know it. He goes, what are you talking about, bro? This is my, I'm 2D. I only know front, back, left, right. And I like it that way. North, south, east, west. Up, down. What are you on about? What the fuck's up, dude? Exactly. I'm a circle on a piece of paper. That's right. That's Josh Schuster. That's light to Josh Josh Schuster. So does it come in handy that we have a guy who can't sense light? You better fucking believe it. Does it come in handy that Jake Trebojevic has now fallen in love with bright light? Yeah. And that's, I've heard on Good authority that the only thing he's thought about in the off-season is bright lights. Well, it's consumed I've, yeah, I've heard He goes down to light shops every day going, mate, I've heard he's I addicted to it. He's addicted to it. He's got a bright light addiction. Which some might see as, a, as an issue, but whilst you're playing rugby league, it's not. If he's still addicted to bright lights post-career, then obviously, you know, he'll obviously need to seek some sort of help for that. But during career, if you're addicted to bright lights, yep. that's, that's what you want. That's what you as want. As we said as well, Des, Des has never... Slept in the dark. Des, Des sleeps with his bright lights on. He still on. sleeps with the lights on. Maybe when he retires from coaching, maybe the lights go off. But the lights have been on in Des's life for... 20, 30, 40, 40 years? 50, 50 years. He literally sleeps with the lights on. Yeah. It, it, you know, his wife has to sleep in another room, understandably. Yeah, well, so Des got... Um, and I don't know exactly what the lights are. Maybe Tommy uh, Turbs over there can look it up for us. But the wattage of a light at a stadium, that's what Des had installed in the roof of his bedroom. 
Um, Have to be what? 10,000 watts? At a pinch, Eddie. I'm just guessing here. I'm not a wattage expert. No, no, no. We're not like guys. All I know is I know wattage when I see it. Yeah. I can respect good, honest, true wattage. Yes. But I can't speak to wattage. We can't speak to wattage. But if you if you can see what stadium lights can do in the dark of night, they can light up the night. What they can do to a pitch. Imagine, Imagine what they can do to a four by four bedroom. Exactly. So on a king single. Um the standard range for the lights is forty thousand to 200,000 watts. Okay. I think Desi on a 200,000 watt. He's on a 200,000 watt. And he sleeps that's with his eyes open. That's more watts than even I. But he I sleeps thought. with his eyes open as well. <laughs> he stares at it. And that's yeah. why he's won so many comps. And that's why Manly win the comp this year. Because we're addicted to bright lights. And bright light footy required to win bright light games of footy. I've also heard on good authority, Tom. And I feel like this is a safe place to tell you. Mm. Apparently, the waters have been upgraded at Brookvale. It's like it's time. Oh, so they've up, they've got some fresh bulbs. We're fresh bulb up there. That's good because you know sometimes you is get that, new bulbs that, is, and you go like, "Fuck, is this?" But it was as here? part of the new Renos. The new Renos, they're like, "We need brighter lights here." The lights were bright back in 2011 and 2013 to a lesser degree, but they've dimmed over time. Yeah, well, but they haven't changed the fucking bulbs. That's right. You need to change the bulbs. You need to change the bulbs. You know. You don't wait for the light to go out before you change a bulb. That's an actual, that's a real misconception in the light game. And if you speak to someone like Des, he'll tell you. And Des was like coming in here going, bruh, I can barely see these things are so dim. Put it this way. I've never had a blown bulb. Because I can tell just by looking at a light whether she's ready to go or not. Yeah. And if it is, sub it out, sub it in. Get her down. Get me some new bulbs. That rugby league? I think it might be. Uh, and as always, thank you to KO for their support. Um, have you heard about this Kane Velasquez situation in the UFC? No. Uh, he's been arrested for attempted murder. But it was, I, th- I believe, um, he was trying to kill someone who had allegedly molested one of his family members over a hundred times. So he's tried to shoot this guy to death. And failed. I don't think he killed him, but I'm not a hunt. Like, can you just have a look, try to find some details, Tommy? Um, Holy shit. Yeah. Cain Velasquez. But you're like, it's a difficult one because I'm like, how wouldn't, how, like, that, it's, that's such a mitigating circumstance. If you just try and kill someone or if you're trying to rob someone or if you're just a murderer, like, but if someone's fucking molested someone or been doing it for an extent, that's exactly what you'd want to do. No, I get it. I like, I can sympathize with Yeah, you. like there's laws. I get there are laws and you can't just go around trying to kill people, but. I get all that. I, he, get, that, he, I, get, I get that he needs to be arrested. I understand. He's facing up to 20 years. Like that to me. Well, because there's minimum sentences. Yeah. And it has to like, the judge can go, oh, that's pretty fucked up. So you get the minimum. But the minimums are still massive. Yeah. You know? But, like, it just doesn't seem fair, does it? It's not fair. I don't think, like, life's not fair, though, right? No, but, like... I get what you mean, yeah. though. It's so fucked up. It's like that guy who's... who I don't know if we talked about it on here, whose uh, his daughter was sold into, like, sex slavery by her boyfriend. Yeah, and the guy kid- tracked him down, taken style. 
t- tracked her down, rescued her, then tracked down the guy and killed him. St- killed him, yeah. And everyone's like, dude, play on. Which yeah. I agree with. Have you found anything there? Yeah, so um, the court records show that a series of events that began last week after a relative of Velasquez's relative reported being molested by a man at a home daycare in California. And so the bloke's a 43-year-old who lives at home uh, where the daycare is located and ran by his mother. So Mm. according to a criminal complaint that charged him with one felony count of a lewd act with a child under the age of 14. Fuck. And that wasn't enough. He lives at home with his mum who runs a daycare. And I think... So did Kane was the guy charged? Kane found out, then went and tried to kill him, or did, like, do you know what I mean? Like, was the was it public news? Was he dealt with legally? Then Kane tried to kill him, or did Kane just sort of find out and then try to kill him? Does that make sense? Yeah, I'll look into it. It sounds to me like Kane didn't like the sent like the the punishment that this guy received. What was the punishment? Been charged with a lewd act. Yeah, that's a tough one, man. It's a tough one. Because I'd want to kill someone. Or you'd want him to like, you'd want to try and inflict as much. You'd want him to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. You're almost better off, you'd almost not want to kill him. You'd want him to suffer as much well, as possible and well, then go see, get locked up in prison. Like if you, if, if you got the El Chapo treatment, you know what I mean? Like 23 and a half hours a day in a fucking concrete cell where you can't see the sky, you can see a slither of it and... You don't get to talk to anyone or interact with anyone for the rest of your days. That'd be pretty brutal. Yeah, but you'd want to be able to. And you, can't, you don't get a book. I don't. You, like I don't think they even give them anything in there. No, nah, that there'd be some human rights shit. You'd have to be able to give them. Yeah, but like the US can, you know. Well, they play by their own rules. They bro. do. So the guy was granted Guantanamo release. comes to mind. Epstein. The guy was granted release from custody without bail with restrictions, according to the DA. So he was. So he had been arrested, all that shit, and then came went and tried to kill him. Yeah. Because he was on bail without restrictions. But I wonder if it was Kane's kid or Kane's relative. They just say relative. Like, not that it makes a whole lot of difference, but if it's your kid, you're like... It I'm makes some it. difference. It makes a... It make, if it's your child, it actually makes a fuck. It makes a fuck lot of difference. But that's crazy. Because from all... Like, for all reports of everything with Kane, like, Kane was just like a good dude. From, like, the MMA world. You know what I mean? What you're sort of... But that's such a gnarly... And now what? Twenty. But like, his attempted murder. He didn't kill him though. So no, but it's not gun. just attempted murder. It's uh, he was shooting. He was chasing after the car. I think shooting it as well. Like there was a bunch of shit. I see he's been charged with chasing after a car. I see it was on MMA junkie or some shit on Instagram. Hold on. Yeah, Have, he fired a handgun multiple times into a truck carrying the guy, um, and then rammed the truck with his with the car he was driving. Oh, so he went like full rampage vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went after him. Heck, dick. I get it. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's one of those, it's a prickly one though. It's really prickly. Oh, it's prickly. Hard to pick up. It's a cactus. It's a cactus. <laughs> Have you watched Colby Jorge's press conference yet? No. There's snippets up that I've been... I saw one where Colby... While you were on the John, yeah. I was going through my phone. We may have been looking at the same Instagram timeline, Eddie, and may have come across it. But I just heard Colby calling uh, Masvidal Fidel Castro Jr. And then Masvidal going, 
uh, if he knew, like he, like basically saying, like he's clearly trying to bait me because he knows that, like, I've got a large part, like many family members who are no longer with us because of Fidel Castro. <laughs> um, and like, uh, I think he said, like one of his family members has lost a body part because of a landmine because of Fidel, Fidel Castro. Right. He, uh, it's it's getting it's getting spicy. Like fucking Masvidal brought his own sound bites, and it's of. Colby saying that Masvidal's his best friend and shit. He's like, man, he said that like eight months ago. What the fuck? Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then he started painting him out being like, Kobe's like the weakest pay-per-view drawer in the division and he's not even getting pay-per-view money. He's just getting his flat rate. Like, oh, I'm getting the pay-per-view money and shit. I love when they guide each other with money. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like you're funny. a beater, mate. You don't draw a crowd at all. It's, I thought he did. Oh, he would to a degree. I don't think Masvidal's probably talking some shit. He definitely would. Like when, when he fought Kamaru, I was watching that. Colby can sell fights because he talks shit. That's why he talks so much shit. But it's not necessarily, he's not killing it in the pay-per-views. But I think he probably would be getting up there now. Like, he fights his style against, his style's not a bad style. It's not like it's a really boring style to watch. Like, that Kamaru fight was interesting. The, both of them were. Um, but he, and he's also an idiot. <laughs> he's, a big, he's an idiot. He's like, such fucking, an idiot. I've got the best cardio. I've got two lungs. Like, he's not... When he tries to speak, he's not like he's not Conor McGregor who speaks quickly and well, or at least did. He's he used like, to put a. He used to practice on the way to press conferences. He put a pencil in his mouth and talk, like go through what he's going to say. Who? And when, Conor McGregor. And then when he get there, he's like he'd find that his tongue was sharp. Really? Yeah, like muscle training. Yeah. See, Conor was another level. Yeah. Did you see that Conor's like? Did you see that that? Dana White was like entertaining Connor for a return title fight against Oliveira. Why is that shocking to people? It's not, I don't but understand. it's but it's but it's crazy. He hasn't won a f fucking fight at lightweight for five years. But he is so far and away the biggest draw in the UFC. I know, from a pay per view perspective. I know, but it's not it's, even close. But it's just ridiculous. But it rolls people up as well. It's like good business. Yeah. Getting people whipped into a frenzy and pissing people off. Yeah. And be like, yeah, I'm going to give you a toe fight. And everyone's like, that's fucking ridiculous. Is it ridiculous? And Connor's great. Everyone's talking about it. He's leaning into he it. Tweeted. He's he tweeted. He goes, can't, he goes, can't wait for my next title fight. Yeah. <laughs> like, mate, I think it's genius. Roll the fuckers up. Well, if it's just a, if it's just a like clicks thing, then sure. But I, no, but I'm saying even if they go ahead with it, it's genius marketing yeah because like half the people watch because they think it's ridiculous other half watch because they want to see because it would be fight. funny as well if he came and back and then won the title again like, like, could you imagine and then he's champion you're like this is fucking, fucking ridiculous <laughs> this is insane it's absolutely ridiculous but i think i think it makes sense because they're just they're just milking this fucker before you may as well milk it right, right? let's assume he loses again let's which say is, this cow has a finite amount of milk in it which it well does it, which it does tom you can't milk a cow forever no into perpetuity the milk gets fucked the, well that you run out of milk the udders fall off you get staph infection in the udder all yeah that yeah shit. yeah there's all you need a vet basically on hand 24 7 to, to deal with like the blocked the, udders you gotta put the cow down but Dana's probably sitting there going, Connor's not what he was. On a certain level, Connor would probably acknowledge that he wasn't what he was. He isn't what he was. Was. And wasn't what he is. It, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. He is who he is now. And yes. Oliveira, I think, beats the shit out of him. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> right? 
So you're like, fuck it, let's throw him to the wolves one more time, milk that fucker, yeah, milk him good, and, and honest then we and, and then we then we and drain then we that milk put, and then we ch- into Nate, and then we fucking one more one more good honest milking the trilogy that we've all waited for, and then that's see you later, alligator. You know, yeah, I think that makes sense. Maybe, maybe Nate fights one more time, and then they drag him out of retirement for a for a one fight, fight. for you. And then Connor fights for the title, and yeah. then Nate Connor trilogy for the title. <laughs> Nate Four. goes out as a champion. Could you imagine that? Well, yeah, that maybe yeah. <laughs> Nate beats Connor in the third fight, goes out a champion. That'd be fucking amazing. If Connor beat Oliveira, if Connor beat Oliveira, great. Connor's back. Yeah, Connor's back to fucking number one. Then you go Connor Nate. Nate beats Connor, what, goes what, out champion. But does Nate beat Poirier for that to happen? I was like, fuck it. Trilogy, who gives a fuck? Yeah. And then Gagey like, shut up, bro. Yeah, well, Gagey's like, Jesus Christ, this is such a shit fight. <laughs> like everyone's like, the when Connor was at the top, the division made sense. But when he's not at the top, the division becomes such a clusterfuck because everyone's just trying to fight Connor. So it's like Connor's the champion in, in like interest. And pay-per-view yeah. and money and like... So it's like when he was champ, it was like, okay, well now the next person. I mean, he never fucking defended it. Even when he wasn't the champ, when he was a contender still, like a, a, a justified contender. Now he's like fucking ranked seventh or something and you're just like, okay. But then he can come in and just like fight whoever he wants. So even if you're like the number one contender... That's what I mean. It just no life. longer makes sense. So it's like, oh yeah, you're the number one contender. No one cares. Stiff shit. And Gagey's a, like a draw in the sense that he ha- puts on good fights. Like he's a, he's, a, he's a weapon. He's an animal. Has good brawls. Yes. But he's not a, like a... He's not he, a big name. No, he's, well, he's a big name. He's definitely a big name. He's definitely a big name. But he's not going to leapfrog Connor. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, you know, Connor can just step in and go, I'll fight. And like if you're Oliveira, who... Mate, he was saying the other day on Twitter, and I just love it. He's like, mate, you know, maybe I'll fight his man. Yeah, well, he's even saying that. But, like, if you're Oliveira, you think about it, right? Like, you're the champion now, and you have been in the UFC for fucking ever. He's mm-hmm. had, like, 30 fights in the UFC or something. Oliveira. Has he really? Yeah, yeah, dude. He's, he was, he's been a journeyman before he won the title. It's like, do I fight Gagey and risk losing it and never getting back here? And no lo- The only way Connor's interested in fighting me is if I got the title. Mm-hmm. And the only way I make some big swinging dick money is by mm-hmm. fighting Conor McGregor. To be honest, if you are the champion in the lightweight division and you can fight Gagey for X amount of money or Conor for fuckloads. For all the money. Yeah. You fucking fight Conor, you get the biggest payday of your entire life. You set yourself up for the, you know, and your family. Yeah. And your fucking kids' kids potentially if you structure it right. Or at yeah. least if you capitalise on the money you make. That's what I mean. Yeah. And then you beat him and then you can fight Gage and win or lose. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's how you do it. Mm. They all want to fight Connor, and he knows that. It's, be, it's been that way for decades, like 10 years <laughs> since Red Party, uh, Red Panty Night. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fucking funny. more I think about it now, it's probably Connor next. I think so. I think Connor next makes a lot of sense. I think it makes a lot of sense. I, I'm now, I am now, I think, a little bit more pro the milking of the cow. You've got to milk the cow while the milk's good for milking. And, I mean, it's not even that good anymore. You know, it's, it's used it's, by date fast approaching. But it's drinkable. It's still it's drinkable. Still creamy. It's not going to give you food poisoning. It's still creamy. Yeah. It's but you've got to have it, like, you probably only got, like, another 12 months or something. 
12, 24 His months. fights still get me the most pumped up out of anyone, I think. Like yeah. maybe Despite maybe an Australian, but even still. No, I think it's probably still true. I think it's still probably true because... There's because, just something in the air. Well, he gave us so much. There's something in the air. There's like a... Even though he's a... He's, he I tell you what, up. I don't know if we've ever been more forgiving of a fucking fighter though in terms of like being a piece of shit, fucking up. Doing, you know, and then just sort of like, oh, we want him to win again. You kind of just forget. You got a short memory. John Jones has been. Well, John Jones is different, though, because I don't really forgive him. I'm like, you're a piece of shit. I'm talking generally. I'm talking about the us. The community. I'm just talking about us. But I, to the, I don't even know if the MMA community forgive John Jones. I just think that unless he gets convicted, the, 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 the UFC are like. Look, Connor has done some lowbrow things. There's been some very lowbrow rumours that were never substantiated. No. So, you, what do you do? What do you do? But a lot of it's been lowbrow and entertaining. Mm. You know, some of it crossed the line, sure. I think yeah. we all know what I'm referring to. Yeah. But on the whole, and, you know, punching an old man and then buying the pub and letting all his mates in, but not him, is pretty fucking. That's pretty, uh, it's pretty out there. But it's, pretty, but it's also pretty funny. Oh, yeah, there, I mean. there is an undeniable element of humour to that, if it is in fact true. Him hitting an old guy in a pub because he wouldn't drink the beer he bought him is pretty fucking the whiskey. The whiskey. And he made a comment about the whiskey, kind of punched him. It's funny because he presents like such a nice guy. Like in the interview, he'll do an interview with like Tony Robbins, and he's all inspirational and like you know my kids and my wife. And you're like, but you're also punching old men in a pub. But he's got so the he's, gift for the gift for the gab. He's a rough cunt who fucking made it. Made it. He's from like a rough area, rough-ish upbringing, rough-ish, rough-ish uh, and fell in love with the, the cheddar. And it sort of, you know, sends you in a different, puts you in a different headspace. Well, you can do whatever you want, really. And if you're a prize fighter who's been at the top of the world, one of the most famous people of all time. Everyone on their knees for everyone you. Everyone on the knees, like literally deep-throating you at any time. You've made stupid money. It happened to you at the age of like 27 or some shit. Don't forget how young he was when mm. all this was kicking off. Mm. He wasn't that fucking old, bro. He was actually, I think he were, yeah, I think maybe he came to the UFC at 24. And then by 27, he was champion or something like that. Yeah. And then you get some of that really pure stuff that, you know, your Irish mates have bought in from the docks. Mm. You know? Some of the primo Red Bull. Yeah, I get it. I can see how it's happened. Yes. Um... But the glory days are behind us. Know that. Unless he beats Oliveira, then we're back. Train. The wheels start. Fucking bit of coal in that. We say going. that all the time. We say that every time we fight. I know. It never happens. He just loses. Is coal used in steam trains, or have I just sort of mixed up my? It was. But in a, if you have a steam train, is it coal that's fucking? I would imagine so. Yeah. Why would you imagine so? Are you just vibing. Because that's what they used to use. Okay, so that's there you go. So coal used for steam trains. But they may use something else now. Sure. I'm talking about Do OG. they still use steam trains? I don't think so. I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be that surprised if there were still a few steamies. Not oh, I bet it's more like, let's go get the steam train this weekend. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. Look, let's go down to Let's bloody. go the family. Let's yeah. take the family down the to Barry and hop like on a zigzag railway in Lithgow. Yeah. And, you know, you go there and you realise it's no, pretty No, thank you. Shout out to the zigzag railway. Hey, shout no, out. No longer with us. Oh, Vale. I think they shut it down and then I think it burnt down. The bushies. In the bushies. 
but there was uh, there was a hotel there was a motel rather in Lithgow called the Zigzag Motel I think in honor of the great Zigzag Railway Ballet was it a zigzaggy or just zigzag it went like didn't like a zigzag down okay and then came back up I don't I don't know if it had practical benefit once upon a time or it was always just a tourist attraction Mm. probably the former turned into a tourist attraction later but at the zigzag motel in lithgow one fateful christmas uh one fateful winter morn it's the first time i saw snow so there you have it really first time you saw snow you didn't you don't get snow in the boat no it's not low it's too low too low is it flooding out there too low in the bow is the bow too low for snow bow's too low for snow doesn't snow in the bow is it flooding in the bow it's not flooding in the bow no my mum. It last flooded in the bow in twenty ten or okay. eleven. Ten or eleven. When you talk about first time seeing snow on my birthday cards for my entire life, basically for my mum, she'd always start it with like this day six years ago, this day ten years ago, on a snowy barrel morning, you were born, blah blah blah, and then a nice little sort of spiel. Mm-hmm. Didn't snow. Didn't snow the day I was born. So it was all bullshit. She got it confused. That was my brother's birthday. But she wrote it on yours. She wrote it on mine. Turns out, did not snow when I was born. She doesn't even fucking remember. But it snowed for your brother? Yep. Not for you? Not for me. I so think we like look back at old family she, videos did she or still, shit. Does she still write that? Yeah, now she does because it's a joke. Right. But how long did she write it for when it wasn't Right, we only found out a couple of years ago. Right. Yeah, so it's, it's rocked the family. <laughs> <laughs> it's rocked and the family. And you thought it was really cute? Well, I didn't did care. She it was write just it for Will? Did she write it for Will? Don't know. The snowing thing? I don't know, dude. I just know that I got snowy barrel morning. Now, not a snowy barrel morning. But barrel did snow a lot, so I got to see snow pretty early on in the piece. Days off school for it and shit. Snowmen in the backyard. All woman. Not enough snow women. I will say that. Not enough snow women. Well, aren't they gender neutral? Because usually you Not if you're called a snowman, you're not. Yeah, but is it sort of like a human? No. Well, no, it's a snowman. But you know what I mean? It's not like you're putting a penis on it. Well, I'm not asking you to put genitalia on anything. <laughs> it's about the verbiage. What was your snow person? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think it should be changed to, snow person. Or if you're going to make a snowman, make a snow woman and get some like leaves from the trees and give them some long hair... Or give them some short hair, but call it a snow woman. Long hair, not necessarily the hallmark of a, a woman specifically. I think you're getting bogged down, buddy. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think you're getting bogged down. I'm not getting bogged down at all. It's, 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 uh, People can make snow women if they want. Mm, I think they should. <laughs> They're allowed to, bro. They are, and I hope they do. If you spent your life making snow men, that's on you. That's on you, yeah. Good luck sleeping at night. <laughs> This is where we get to on the Thursday pod. Yeah, and at the end of a Thursday pod. Debating the hot topics, things that matter. Uh, that's where you'll find us. That's where you'll find us. Um, so, but, as we said, please reach out with just some places where we might be able to donate. If it's cash, it's cash. If it's things, it's things. But let us know where the best places are to do it. That'd be helpful. Just shoot us in the DMs. Um about even back as we said on youtube and on podcast very well received of course it is. people mate. are foaming at the mouth foaming at the Loving mouth at the seeing. dick at the bum at the bum at the dick at the mouth at the mouth 
Um, welcome to Tommy Tobler. Of Tommy once, Tobler fame. Uh, of potentially descendant of the Toblerone dynasty. Yes, of the Toblerone. Didn't um, like that, so took the one off the end. Yeah. Now he's just a Tobler. Tobler. Also known as Tobler. Also known as also Turbo. Also known as Turbo. If you want to email him, you can at Turbo, turbo at, at hellosport.com. Um, so send him, send him an email, say good day. Say welcome. Um, live show next Thursday, 6 p, 6.30, DY Hotel. Not DYRSL. Not DYRSL. Not DYRSL. DY Hotel, Hello Sport, Bloke, Manly pregame, then Manly win. Jumpers will be there. Buy a jumper. Get a jumper. Support the cause. Support the cause. Support us. Manly 13 plus. If you support us, we support you. Support the cause. If you support us, then we can pay Toblerone behind me. Yeah. And then if we pay Toblerone, then we can do more stuff for you. Yeah. The punter and the dribbler. By having more time for ourselves. <laughs> By like, you know, doing stuff that we enjoy. Yeah, dude. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>